0: What does Koskinen have in common with Jasper Avenue?
1: I don't know. What does Koskinen have in common with Jasper Avenue?
0: Way too many holes.
1: Like potholes?
0: Yeah, I guess that doesn't really work. What does Koskinen have in common with Swiss cheese?
1: Hello, welcome to Hat Trick. I am Jordan Daller Coltman. I am joined as always by my brother Braden Daller Coltman. Braden, how are you doing? I'm Grumpy. I know you're a little bit grumpy. The Oilers lost. We're not going to talk about the Oilers this week, probably for good reason. Um, we will probably get back to them in a week or so, but there are some other less fun, um, but equally important news stories that we do want to get to this week, uh, two in particular, and then we're going to mix it up. Uh, our third topic today is not hockey related, but that's all we'll say for now. Let's get right to it. So here's topic one. Uh, this week, uh, we will pick up a story that we left last week, which is the National Women's Hockey League. Uh, last week, obviously, we had a very deep uh, dive conversation into the Barstool sports uh, controversy and sort of uh, a bit more of a of a down week. Uh, I mean, very down week and even more disappointing as the story's next chapter for the National Women's Hockey League. They were in their bubble in Lake Placid until, um, I believe it was... Tuesday, uh, that they began getting too many COVID cases to safely be able to continue and the entire tournament had to be cancelled. So that ends what was of uh, a, a tournament, growing momentum for women's hockey. Uh, it's disappointing because it happened before the semifinals, and the final was set to take place live on national television in the United States. NBC Sports was just moving in to be prepared to broadcast those four, uh, three games, I guess. And uh, so, obviously, disappointing uh, in that. Braden, um, considering everything and the fact that we've talked about them now back-to-back weeks, how do you feel? Um, the state of women's hockey uh, where does they where do they find themselves this week uh, compared to last week and even before that uh, Where where were you we at here
0: well they find themselves missing out on a championship for the second year in a row as 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 it happened last year the i think their finals fell on the weekend that everything shut down and they weren't able to to finish now obviously the the you know a championship or a final game isn't as important as everybody's health but I think we find ourselves in a situation here where, you know, we're weighing um, the health and safety of of these players and these professionals uh, to what all the fans want, which is, um, you know, a final an outcome of of, of uh, the accumulation. Obviously, this was already a a shortened, but it was just like a, a tournament, right? Like, uh, gosh, it was probably less than ten games for these for these teams yeah uh, it's, think, it's definitely disheartening
1: i think the minimum games played by any team were three and then several other teams were able to get a couple more in but yeah disappointing to say the least and yeah, as they i can't said even you finish know, off a, yeah. and they were just in a position to set up themselves for a great more a great bit more national um uh, attention, attention. especially in the united states uh some positives i suppose on the side of it the um professional women's players association which is a different organization headed by gina hefford um, which was already established prior to this tournament starting but has now been able to sort of pick up from there it's a a players association obviously made up of uh, canadian and american women both from the national teams and from these professional leagues um, that are all trying to get themselves going Uh, they have already announced uh, last week two um, partnerships with nhl teams the new york rangers were the first one and in a sort of twist of fate they they announced this partnership mere hours before the league had to cancel this bubble. Um, They will host a women's showcase game, Uh, at Madison Square Gardens on uh, February 28th. So that will get a little bit of attention, which is good. And then the Toronto Maple Leafs also announcing today that they have a partnership with the same organization for an yet undetermined date to do another uh, women's hockey showcase. So it's nice to see that the NHL teams are um, stepping in a little bit. That's something we kind of mentioned last week. Just to sort of tie that to this, I wonder when you look at the struggles this league had in the bubble, Um, obviously there has to be a deep dive into why this didn't work. Was it simply that it wasn't enough of a bubble to protect the players? Was it simply a lack of funding or uh, organizational? What was it that made, because clearly, I mean, a bubble model should have protected them from this exact outcome. And it's clearly either the players weren't following the protocols or the protocols weren't strong enough. Uh, What do you think?
0: Well, uh, it's hard to say it's a smaller, it's definitely a smaller organization with, uh, or, or league that, that I mean, it, it doesn't have the resources that the nhl nba some of those larger leagues have right. you know it's good to see that some of these teams are stepping up to be um to you know to to alleviate some of that uh, moving forward but uh, i do think i do think that it, it probably comes down to those resources and and what they're yeah. i mean because otherwise it's a
1: catastrophic do. it's a catastrophic mismanagement if it isn't simply the fact that they didn't have the money to do it properly. Cause if they had the resources to do it properly and they just mishandled it, then it's a catastrophe on so yeah, many levels, yeah. you know, management wise and there definitely need to be some serious conversations about that. It, this, like you said, this is a, a bit of a sort of, um, silver lining, I suppose, this relationship. It makes me wonder, though, and I'm sure this conversation has been happening, especially after the Canadian Women's League collapsed a couple years ago, finances and the resources necessary to make even a small professional sports league work are so high in our modern world. It makes you wonder, though, Like, does do these leagues need to seek a bigger relationship with the NHL the way that the WNBA does? I know we talked about this last week as well but it, it really looks like the NHL really should be the one stepping up here and individual teams are doing it that's great but it's like can you imagine if if you were able to take uh, every NHL team in Canada and just give them a satellite women's team and say like you know it's it's the the Oilers women's team and the Canucks women's team they play on the Saturday they play a Saturday matinee before a Saturday night game you know, season ticket holders get a, a a cheaper season ticket package. They can add on to their current package. You have the emotional relationship fans already have to their uh, NHL teams yeah. built into the brand. I mean, I I think that there are probably a lot of a cool hockey idea. fans who would buy into that. Do you know yeah. what
0: I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think what it comes down to though is those, like we said, with the resources. They need more funding and and beyond just the partnerships and the allyships with uh, with those other leagues, you need some more of these these sponsors coming in saying, you know, we support women's hockey. We support what this stands for and, and, and you know, we support the fact that this is on the rise and, and, and we need it. We need more of this.
1: Hey, do you or someone you know own a small business? Are you looking to grow or to reach new customers? Hey, why not let us help? Hattrick is looking for unique brands, businesses, and products to advertise on our show. You can find out how we can help spread the word about your business by contacting us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Okay, on to topic two.
0: All right, Jordan, we're about a month into the NHL season. We have now seen 26 games postponed. None of them canceled so far you know, we talked about the uh, Women's Hockey League um, and their, their, uh, their cancellation of their league. What happens with the NHL if these postponements keep happening?
1: Well, it's a good question. I mean, it's hurting uh, a few divisions and a few teams uh, pretty, pretty significantly right now, I guess in, in a, in some ways, the way the league broke the season up or broke the, the teams up into these divisional pods, I'm not going to call them bubbles because they're not, but pods uh, where they only play each other throughout the entire season has mitigated some of the scheduling damage. I'm sure that there are a small team of scheduling um aficionados in the basement of the New York headquarters somewhere who are madly running matrix boards trying to figure out how on earth they're going to get all these games played. Like you said, 26 games so far. 8% of the Dallas Stars and the Carolina Hurricanes games so far have been postponed uh most teams should have played around 10 to 11 games by this point all of the the teams in canada have played about that number i mean there is some scheduling um number but by that you know we're about a fifth of the way in. as you say yeah it's a big question mark it this is exactly what we worried would happen. This is exactly what people kind of said would happen. Like we saw with baseball and like we saw with um, the NFL postponements were kind of inevitable because this disease um, strikes uh, anyone and everyone. And when it does, it moves very quickly through groups of people that are close together. Well, that is the epitome of a hockey team. They train together, they play together, they're right on top of each other on the ice. And in doing so, they also are transferring it team to team um they the nhl has said they are comfortable moving the playoffs so far up until the beginning of the playoffs up until about the middle of uh may
0: exactly yeah exactly i mean i'll tell you the one team that's suffering and that's my fantasy hockey team Yeah, that's i've been i've sure. been on a roll and yet you know i'm projected to win a, a week and all of a sudden you know half my team gets decimated by <laughs> postponements and I don't know what to do. I can't just drop guys because they're going to become available to other people when they're game. I just, uh, just.
1: No, totally. And that's a factor with all of horses, this as it? a fan of the sport, you know, that it changes the way you look at you, you watch the sport. It changes the way we think about the sport, the statistics of it. We haven't even got into how the history of this sport will be affected by this weird season. You know, you've got a guy like Alexander Ovechkin, who's chasing Wayne Gretzky's all time goals record. And he's only got a few more games that he can play, Uh, you know, a few more years i should say sorry that he can play uh based on his more, age just a couple more but games. this is a based season color that he hair. won't get a full yeah he won't get a full cricket but again safety first that is obviously the most important thing do you think that if this continues the nhl is going to have to start to reevaluate their strategy or are we well, just so far down that, the rabbit hole i
0: think that I think they are reevaluating and they're going to continue to, you're right. Uh, Whether or not they're going to just say, you know, we need to stop and we need to wait until this we're we're even further down this thing. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I just don't know there's so many things that we don't even know with, with the virus and the variants and and the vaccinations and who's going to be able to access that. And at what point are uh, fans going to be able to get back into the building? I think it's great that the, that the league has done everything that they can. I mean, Knock on wood to make sure those things are health. I think the only players are healthy and and safe.
1: I think the only thing though that we really do have to start, we're we're getting towards the place of having to start to think about is the integrity of the game because you have. I mean the the the, Van the the, pardon me the Vegas Golden Knights played a game with their general manager as their head coach. I mean, (laughs) we're going to start (laughs) getting to places where some uncomfortable decisions are going to have to be made. We're not there yet, but it feels like you can kind of feel the. You can feel the tension growing, let's say. Thank goodness it hasn't affected the Canadian um, teams. That's that's a, a, a good thing. Yeah. But it has started to touch the other three divisions. And one of them, I mean, Dallas and Carolina and I think Florida, too, have all had a significant amount of games postponed. Buffalo.
0: Buffalo, yeah. Well, and I think when you start looking into the future of how it's going to affect the league and other leagues, you know, the collective bargaining agreement is going to have to take into consideration the fact that, they're, they're going to have to change. I mean, salary caps are going to change. You know, There's going to be a lot of different changes that we see moving forward when it comes to uh, how, how the NHL and other leagues continue to navigate this situation.
1: There you go. We'll leave it at that for now. That's topic two. Okay, topic three this week, not hockey-related, uh, but it only happens once a year, so we thought it would be fun to do Super Bowl picks. Um there's two of us today we didn't find a third wheel for this episode which is fine uh makes it a little bit quicker and easier because there's only two teams playing believe it or not that's how the super bowl is played they don't do three teams at once although i have to tell you it would be a lot more fun if they did
0: i would love uh, to see that
1: just three teams maybe that's what the xfl should do yeah a three triangle shaped field
0: no 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 four like so that there's it's like an, an x literally an xfl there you and go. so you have two to try football to score fields each crossing
1: each other you're not actually playing two other. of the teams you're only playing one team but there's two games going on yeah. simultaneously so everyone running across the middle no, no. just
0: crashes one into game each other. three teams you figure it out
1: with an x-shaped field
0: <laughs> that's right
1: all right well we've solved the xfl uh with the four minutes remaining in topic <laughs> more three. To know? let's let's do our super bowl picks um Obviously, I shouldn't have to set this up because uh, the game is, this, this episode will be live Sunday morning. Uh, you'll either listen to it Sunday morning, which will be before the Super Bowl, or you'll listen to it after. Either way, you can judge our picks. Um, or during. Super Bowl, or, or during, yeah. If the Super Bowl is not a great game, you can listen to this podcast during it. Um, yeah.
0: You can watch it and consider what the X might look like as, as the game's going on. Okay, now we have
1: three minutes and 30 seconds for this topic. Here we go. We have Tom Brady, the Buccaneers, Tompa, if you will. Um, And he is, what, 40? He's like 72 years old. How old is the guy? 43? Anyway, Tom Tom Brady
0: in his 10th
1: Super Bowl, attempting seven championships. That puts him ahead of Wayne Gretzky's four championships. It puts him ahead of Michael Jordan's six championships. He's obviously the GOAT in the NFL. Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes looking to repeat after winning last year. Uh, who do you have, Braden?
0: I mean it's hard to it's hard to uh, pick anyone that isn't the reigning champion if they're you know going back to back but I just don't I don't see uh, I don't see the goat not winning this one. I feel like Tom Brady's got even more up his sleeve. And and he's gonna pull he's gonna pull this one out.
1: Okay, so Braden will take the Buccaneers.
0: Uh, No, 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 no. I pick Tom Brady. I'm not picking the Buccaneers. (laughs) I'm picking Tom Brady. Tom Brady's gonna win.
1: Okay. Um. All right. Tom Brady will win, which (laughs) I guess by defeat,
0: or by default. That's right.
1: The Buccaneers will. He'll take them along with him. It would give him seven. You know, it's impossible really to like bet against Tom Brady. Anyone who's that's ever done thing. it has looked like a fool. You can't I'm bet gonna against do it. the guy. I'm going to do it, and here's why. Patrick okay. Mahomes is next in line, right? He may never be well, Tom sure. Brady. He will, he He'll will win probably many. never get to ten Super Bowls. That's a, that's a very hard thing to do. But the fact that he's already going to his second back-to-back Super Bowl with a team that has been so dominant and so strong, uh, the there are a lot of things going against them. And I will admit okay. that they are
0: playing in
1: Tampa Bay. They, are, they only arrived on Friday because of COVID. Yeah, you know, that's the they first playing... time that's ever happened is
0: that the, the Super Bowl yes, and home team is happening?
1: You're about a week late on that. It, I said about a week ago mean? that anyone who told me that they had like, you have like four or five days after Tampa Bay won to tell me that because it's the right. most over talked about thing with the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, I think that's I'm so fascinating. What an anomaly. It, sure. How how many teams are there, and how many uh, how many times does the Super Bowl go to that you know That's has been played in Tampa man. Bay like seven times. Yeah, like anyway. how many times has Tampa Bay been in the finals?
1: Fair enough. Anyway, can, this is my pick. I get to talk about right, my pick. Right. Right. Tampa Bay you. is a very good football team. They have a very old quarterback. Kansas City is a very good football team. They have a very young quarterback. They have a very young offensive line. Defensive line and receiving core. They are going to attack, attack, attack. That's what they do. Yeah. And I, and the thing is, you never bet against Tom Brady, but you also never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Not right now. Not when he's at his peak. Cool. Um, but hopefully, uh, it's a good game. I did hear that the NFL is going to. Uh, do uh, a fair bit of content right, probably during their pregame to honor the victims of COVID, to make sure that that is a big part of the storyline here. Obviously there are going to be some fans in the stands uh, because yeah, like they have rules about 000.
0: that.
1: Yeah. But I also have heard uh, rumors that the NFL has made sure that the majority of those fans are first responders. So that would also be a lovely tribute if that is something that is a uh, that, that rumor is true. So here's hoping that's the case. Here's hoping everyone stays safe. We also heard the Kansas City apparently had a barber come into their headquarters to cut some hair so that the players would look great for the game and then they found out while well, he was midway through the first person's hair that his COVID test had come back positive so they what? got him out of there. So you also want to look while you're doing your like Super Bowl bingo uh, of all the, the <laughs> weird things that happened for the Kansas City <laughs> player <laughs> whose ha- hair has been half cut.
0: Yeah, half done hairdos.
1: That is our show for today. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope that you have a safe and enjoyable Super Bowl Sunday. No parties, no super spreader events, just Super Bowl enjoyment. Uh, and we also hope that uh, you'll listen to us next week. Thanks, Brady. Woo! That's Hatcher. Hatrick is a member of the Ordinary Podcasting Network. Produced every week by Jordan Dyler Coltman and Braden Dyler Coltman. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening.
0: Let's try to keep this to five minutes. Ready? I think we've been pretty good for five minutes. Mom likes the idea that every episode we keep saying, We'll, we'll stick to the time next time. <laughs> That's funny.